Hello, DM from the future speaking. There were some issues from the um, 13th episode and it was lost, so I will give you everything you need to know before everyone hates the drow finale. Last episode, the goblins attacked, but the first wave was obliterated by a spell cast by Belladonna. A new character, Rashabis, the druid Kenko, offered them protection from the goblins in his treetop hut. But Belladonna got a little cocky though and did not take his help, only to be killed by a volley of arrows. Only Dame, Rashabish, and Salchar remained. Rashabish offered them help, and they readily took it. Soon they were on the road again, taking the armor back to the king. Then suddenly, a green dragon ran out of the forest and captured them all. They thought they were going to become slaves for the dragon, but it took them to the Fey King, who had them descend into the Underdark, where they would save the material plane from a drow invasion. We now reach the end of episode 13, and we come to the finale episode of Everyone Hates the Drow. Okay, you guys ready? Not particularly. That's a. <laughs> you don't have, you have been blessed with the wisdom of the Fey King and have been challenged, placed into the Underdark after narrowly escaping some like goblins. A lot of goblins. Alright. You you're in the Underdark. You look around. For a second, you relax. No challenge. And then you hear a roar. The, and then, in silence, a dragon cloaked in shadow, a shadow dragon, flies in to the cavern. It was looking for you, and as it spots you, it opens your its mouth. It's a red shadow dragon. It opens its mouth. A spew of uh, smoke uh, goes everywhere. I believe it's not smoke unless you're pop pur purposefully doing that. Its breath weapon is a it's shadowy fire. Shadow fire. Smoky shadow fire. Alright. How much damage? I don't know. We're gonna see. Make a something saving throw. Something? What is that something? something? That, that something happens to be dexterity. Oh, it's not as challenging as it thought it would be, but that's okay. It's a shroud dragon, so I think that adds a bit to its challenge rating. 21. You're... Come on, guys. Seriously? Okay, so you each take 30... The, um, 31 uh, necrotic damage as this passes over you. So you throw yourself on the floor, and, um, and most of it misses you. Okay, it also gets... Flies over there. Try to bite. Kenku. Uh, eat, oh. Rashubis. Rashubis. Um. 20. Not 20? No. It's 20. Well, it's over my armor class. Okay, then it hits. So, 
16, uh, 26 damage. As uh, bites down. And then it also gets everyone make wisdom save. Nine. Nine. Fails. You're frightened. 18. You are not frightened. And Salchar is not frightened. Damn, you're frightened. Oh, that means... Uh, disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls. Well, you can see it, and you cannot move willingly closer. And then it... Uh, Two claws, Dame. Those both hit. Uh, so those, that's um, fifteen. That's thirty. Uh, slashing damage. How much health are you at, Dame? Dame, how much health? Not the best condition. How much health are you at? I'm 22. Oh boy. Alright, uh, roll initiative. Give me one second. 21. 18. Oh, guys, I said give me one second. Alright. What was that, 21 and 18? Yes. Are you not in the campaign? Me? Yeah. Rashabis is in the campaign unless you deactivated him. No, I didn't. It just needed to be refreshed. What? Ugh. Something. Whatever. Okay. Uh, Dame, what was yours? 21. Voucher? Oh, that's me. I knew that. 25. And Rashubis? That is 18. Okay. So, Seltar's turn. Seltar is going to... Longbow misses. Okay, so uh, he shoots two arrows, but they both clatter off the dragons in almost nearly impenetrable scales. Dame. 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 What would you like to do? What, I'm, going to, I'm going to cast stone skin on myself. Okay. That is your action, I believe. Would you like movement? You can only move away. How far away is the dragon? Uh, 50 feet. feet. Well, actually, to... no, no. It's, it's melee. It's like 10 I'm... feet from Yeah. I'm going to move... 
25 feet away. Okay. Rashavis. Okay, I'm going to cast... I'm going to cast um, Sunburst on him. Okay. That's a con save. Con save. Uh, nine. Fails. Okay, so how much damage be that? I'm rolling the damage right now. It is blinded as well. Oh boy. Takes 37 radiant damage and is blinded. Okay. So massive burst of light, I think? Maybe? Well, it looks like a, it basically turns me into a mini sun. Okay, so, yeah, that happens. And uh, the red dragon's blinded. Yeah, that happens. Red shadow dragon. Red shadow dragon. All right. James, turn. It has disadvantage from being blind, doesn't it? It does, but only on some things. See if it refreshes. It's wet. Yes. Recharges. Everyone make a deck save. So yet again, fiery shadow comes out of its mouth. Okay, what what was it? Eighteen. Fails. Ashrabus? Not 20. Uh, so you take no damage. Okay. So Selchar takes some damage, and Dane, you are knocked unconscious. How much damage? Well, did you. You failed, right? Yes. 63. That's nowhere near that. Wait, what? I had 122 current hit points. What? I thought you said you had 20. 122. Oh. Okay. 60 what? 63. Still a lot of damage, though. And then it locks... Oh, no, it doesn't do that. It doesn't lock eyes with you. But it does blindly slash out at you. Hit. Fails. Hits. So, a little more. It's disadvantage, isn't it? It is disadvantage. Hits. Okay, so you take. Who takes? Uh, Dame. Yeah. Oh, I'm 35 feet away. Yes, but it flew there. How does it blindly fly? It can fly. You didn't stop it from flying. Uh, it does. I I don't actually um. Ugh, so many maths. Twenty six of. Uh, 
So that's 50, 52 plus 15. Damage? Yep. Well, now I'm unconscious because I don't think that that was fair. <laughs> okay. So are you unconscious? Yes. As you are falling, you wake up. You're in the forest. Bodies of goblins. The Ken... There is no... Uh, there, the tree that you thought... That you believe to have... A Kenku in it... Does not exist. Belladonna is on the ground. Filled with arrows. By the way, you're not level 20. You're whatever you you're whatever you were before. Well, I don't know. What would you like to do with your life? Literally everyone you went on an adventure that lasted a couple months and everything basically went wrong in the last couple weeks and you were left without a group. Heading back to a king. What do you want to do? I'm going to go look for something peaceful. Okay. Uh, would you, they, you were pretty close to um, a village that, remember, you decided to skip on the way there. I go to that village. Uh, it's a day's ride, but um, you get there, and you find peaceful, similar to Swadira, the town you started in. Not coastal, of course, but peaceful. And you see people turn and look at the strange frog folk who came. Blood on his clothing. Who be you? An old soul and a young body. You may stay here, but do not bring trouble. Sir, I have a question. Have you seen a tiefling of any kind? He came parts? through, but he was wounded. You may see his body. I would like to do that. Of course. He brings you to a burial house, and you see, lying on the table in a coffin, Salchar's body. I kneel beside my old friend and weep. Old friend? You know him like two months. It seemed like a millennia. 
Okay, do that. How long? A day. Yeah. He brings you your mails. What would you like to do? After the full 24 hours. I checked to see if Saltar's bow is with him. Yeah, it says hand-carved bow is lying at his side. I take it, just like he said. Takes the quiver, too? No. Just the bow. Actually, let me think about his words. I shall take his bow and quiver. All right. You may stay with me. Thank you for your generosity. But I want to find a nice place to bury my friend. Of course. There is a small cottage. A bit secluded from the rest of us. At the edge of the forest. Can I go see it? Of course. He brings you to this. It's a small cottage. Uh, it's built with stones and mortar with a, a thatched roof. There's a, a campfire outside. It seems pretty. It seems nice. It is. You may stay here as long as you'd like. I shall. With that, he leaves. I bring Salchar's body to the place. And bury it there. I would like to spend months on end working on his tombstone. And written on it is the story of our adventure. Uh, and the border that you uh, carved for quite a long time has the same design on Seltra's bow. I say a farewell to my friend and make my way back to the town. Which town? The town you're in? Yes. About a week in, into your stay in the town, you hear puffs. 
king's men have arrived. It turns out that coin, they could track you. One of them come up to you and read it off a scroll. The king is sorry for your loss. He has brought us a few things to give to you. You may always go to him for anything you need. And then he hands you the um uh, the leather pouch of uh, money that uh, you used what feels like so long ago to buy your supplies for the journey. A sword with a leather handle in a worn leather sheath that you saw at the king's side and a feather. A quill to write your story. And with that, they leave, leaving you this bag. Damn. Take the quill. And take the book. And I begin writing. As you write, you notice that as you try to dip the quill in ink, it, the ink moves away from it. And as you go to write, it writes in red, the color of blood, the color of life. I tell the tale in the pages. Working on it every day for three years straight, just endlessly writing. And after I'm done, at least with the interesting bits, aka before I began writing. I'm going to make my way back to the kingdom. You make your way back to the kingdom on the horse that has served you since you left. On your way, you see a green scale on the ground, not a huge one that would belong to a dragon, but a small one shed by an old friend. Take it and keep it with me. Uh, you continue and you get back to, you get back to the, um, the capital. And as you get there, you see as in a bookshop as you pass by 
the very book you have with you. The title you put on the spine. I asked how this got there. The bookkeeper says he doesn't know. But then he opens one of the books and on the inside cover, you see red ink, the exact, the beginning of the story you wrote. It seems that the king has given you a book and a pen to write your story for the world to appreciate. You see people in the town as you pass by will bow their heads to you. I still have questions. I wish to travel to perhaps a spellkeeper of some sort, perhaps in the town. Uh, there is no spellkeeper in the town, but you ask around and find that outside of the town, about a week away, is a tower. They don't know who lives there, what it is, but the area around it, everything is green. Always? Always. I shall travel there before making my final destination. You travel there, and you see that as you arrive, there is a stream of pure water, but it's salty. You've heard fables, but you didn't know it existed. The creek of tears. It's what nourishes the landscape. And as you get to the tower, you see in the very top, the silhouette backlit of an old man with a staff. I travel up the tower. It has no stairs or doors, but as you get close, you feel the world rush around you. And you are inside. Great sorrow has brought you here. Great sorrow and confusion indeed. Tell me, how did I get up here? Anyone who carries the weight of others on their soul can pass through if they so wish it. You carry the weight of numerous others, and they are lucky to have such a wonderful keeper. You are a keeper of souls. You may stare here if you'd like, 
but I feel you are a wanderer. A wanderer I am, with my story to tell. Set forth into the world and tell your story. Go to lands far and wide and share your burden. Eventually you will find it not so heavy as the world shares it with you. I carry on. Where do you go next? Perhaps some sort of dream teller. Uh, you are unable to find one who is not uh, faking it for the money. <laughs> you see a sign. Ice fish. You ask the merchant where he gets his fish, and he says, in the north, there are glaciers higher than the tallest mountain you've seen. And on the tops of these glaciers, there are peoples. They're large, with gray skin. And beneath the glaciers, the best fish there are, the largest and the freshest. I travel. Uh, to the north? Yes. You go with him. And before you get to the glaciers, you help him fish. You pull glistening tunas. And as you get closer, what seem to be the ice fish he spoke of, small ones, the farther you are from the glaciers, but soon they come into view, though you are miles offshore. When you get closer, you see steps carved into the glaciers. Do not go there. They are not friendly to outsiders. repeat? Do not go there. They're not friendly to outsiders. Who aren't? The people. The Goliaths. I knew Goliath once. I've seen swayed them. I shall. I warn you. But I will not stop you. He pulls up at the shore, and you are able to step off onto the steps. You walk up, and eventually you see the silhouettes, rings of Goliaths holding torches, but one of them strikes her eye. Zorn.
He sees you and raises his torch. All the other Goliaths raise their torch as well. And you feel some of the weight lifted as they bear the soul. Goliath comes up to you. Stay with us. We have bared souls since the beginning of time. We can help you with yours. I would love to. You people seem incredible. And you take some of the weight off my shoulders. We shall. However, we there's one last journey I wish to make. We shall assist you. Good. And an old buddy I wish comes with me. I say, looking at Zorn. Of course. I would be honored. In Zorn's voice. Of course. Yeah, I don't know Zorn's voice. It's uh, K-Man's voice, but yeah, yeah. All right. So where is your last journey? Return back to the kingdom. Capital? The capital, indeed. You return back to the capital with Zorn back at your side after... On the way, I wish to tell him the story of what he missed. You tell him the story and you see him take his axe out. I should have never left you. I should have seen you through to the end. And with that, he cuts off a finger his pinky. As it falls, it turns to snow and hits the floor. You instantly feel the entirety of your story. Not the story itself, but the weight it carries lifted into the snow, into the animals, and into the people. Thank you, but that was not necessary. It was. It is what we do. While it is, this, while it is my burden, it is also my honor. The tale of my past, of the ones who I cared for, and the ones who I loved. I suppose there's nothing we can do now, though. The story still lives. It breathes in all of us. I have not taken it from you. I've only taken away some of the pain it bears. If you insist, though the scars honor me, 
can carry on. Uh, yeah. You you reached the capital. Um, what do you, would you like to do in the capital? This time, no more shying away from the goal. I wish to go straight to the king. You step into the king's throne room. He is now, looks much older than when you left him. You have returned at last. Indeed. The years go by very quickly, it seems, or very slowly at the same time. Real words have never been spoken. You repeat? Truer words have never been spoken. Ah, uh, those words are not what I've come here for. And what have you come here for? I was born, have lived my life as, and will die, barred with a story. That story I wish to tell you, from my own words, and not a book. Of course. Sit by the fire. We have all the time in the world. Very well. I join him by the fireplace. I begin. Let me tell you a story. A story of a young, arrogant, grung, who believed that he could learn the secrets of the universe and could do what he wished. Let me tell you the story of a dragonborn who brought that grung story out while sharing his own. A good friend who's loyal to the very end. Let me tell you of a lizard folk, a leader she was. And even though she was rather forceful, she would get the job done until she met her match. Let me tell you a story of a Goliath who 
wished to help, but was not ready for the story I tell. Let me tell you a story. of an elf, a great aim, the great heart, who would travel the lands and assist you in every way. Let me tell you other stories of an Arakakura who's too quick to the gun, or bow, whatever it is. And came forth before they were ready. Of a friend who wished for vengeance It met her own match, all the same. Let me tell you a story of a Kenku. Two, actually. One who would, one who was scarred from the past but was bright for the future. And the other was all but a dream, yet helpful all the same. I now pluck Salchar's bow. Let me tell you of One of demons, one misjudged, one who suffered pain alongside me, one who I made packs with, one who I worked with for a long time. However, time flies by, and that friend was lost. These are the stories I wish to tell. The stories I have lived with every single day since they've happened. The stories only one could dream of. It lives in their nightmares. A story that will entertain hopefully thousands year by year for a thousand years into the future. A dreamlike state that you could only 
wish and hope not to see while also wanting to see it at the same time my friends let me tell you a story Your story is told throughout the multiverse. Over the next two decades, the Kenku rebuild their empire in the sky. The green dragonborn move back to the mainland and populate an entire section of the coast. Everything changes yet stays the same. And one thing is, cons is a constant, your story.